Yes, James. Listen, James Prochet led the team. He wouldn't run the ball the way he would, he ran like tonight. Mm-hmm. Couple times, but he's the ball. That if we're drafting all these players in the first round, spending money on these players, that play. And there is not much that teams are going to do when you're winning. Even if you ain't feeling what I got to say, I can write and ball it up and sew it away. Congrats to Ferris for drafting. Once you get the playoffs, even if you ain't feeling what I got to say, I can write it, ball it up, and sew it away. They ain't never called and let the beat play. I got 86 to join and run for number today. I'm more lengths than them. I want to start doing that. What a sworn lord I got to end. Then the way with a moment that he might be a big deal. Where do I sit? Living in the mountains of freedom. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back to another edition of Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. Can Man, you still hear me? I can hear you. I'm paranoid now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. it's your man Hendo here. My man OTR Mike, open mic with OTR Mike, and our resident Ravens fan, Sugarton. Yeah, I was doing tonight. <laughs> I, disrespectful. I'm not a Ravens fan. <laughs> Since when? Since forever. Sure. Can I ask you a question? You can always ask me a question. Legit, legit question. What's up? Were you rooting for us, or did you want? Because it's, it's both division rivals for you, right? So, yeah. were you rooting? Who did you want to win the game? God, because <laughs> I say it, and then Hendo's just gonna put it out, and Karen. I mean. To be honest with you, I actually did want the Ravens to win because I, I don't want Cincinnati's now become this weird. Their fans have become this weird. Right. Like, hey, we've done something. We went to the Super Bowl. Right. Um. So we're we're something now. And it's like, bro, like Steelers Relax, and right? Ravens have been dominating you for the last 10, 15 years. Like right. the two times that you were actually good, we had our linemen break your quarterback's leg so we can go to the Super Bowl. And then your players couldn't uh, couldn't hold themselves together, and you know lost you the game. So, you know, I would have rather see the Ravens win, but then I didn't wouldn't want to say the Ravens win because if they would have won without Lamar, everybody be going off right now. Look, you don't need Lamar. Lamar ain't Lamar ain't it. Look, we got Huntley now. Huntley will take over. Let let Lamar walk. You know, you already see people saying Lamar quit on the team because of his knee. Uh, I know Hendo tweeted out something about RG3, and you know a lot of people are very upset with Michael Vick and what he said. Um, so it's a very interesting time in in uh, Ravens football. But I would actually like to see them win and win like this because it was an ugly game. Um, you know Huntley Huntley you know threw an interception. Uh, he f- obviously fumbled, um, right. and if they had won the game in this ugly fashion, you couldn't honestly be a Ravens fan and look at that game and say, yeah, like we won that game. You'd be like, man, we got lucky. Joe Burrow wasn't on top of his game. Mixon didn't really run well. You know, uh, Jamar Chase, we kind of, we kind of kept him down, you Mm -hmm. know, so we, you know, it was more of Ravens miscues that cost them this game more than anything. And so had they won like that, I think, uh, I think I would have been okay with it, but, 
at the end of the day, you know, it didn't happen. And, you know, now you got, now you got a whole lot to deal with in the off season and you got a whole lot to deal with before the beginning of the next season. And it's going to be, you know, we were, we were all talking the other day, what are we going to do with our shows during the off season? I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to be able to talk about a lot of stuff that happens. Uh, it might be switching. And, and yeah. And the podcast might be switching, you know, where depending where Lamar goes, Depending, you know, it might be yeah. Steelers and Panthers, Steelers and Jets. <laughs> LBH might be a new Jets channel. You never know. Miami, you know, I might see OTR Mike with the Miami hat on. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But it's gonna, it's gonna be very interesting now from this point until next the beginning of uh, of next season, uh, where we go from here. Facts, facts, facts. All right, let's see who we got up in here with us tonight. Brandon Buck, thank you for stopping by. Yes, Prochet Wow, we will get into that. <laughs> Big Reg, thank you for stopping by. King Dan house. Yes, Hammy Watkins. He's he's trying to destroy this team from the inside. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. Danielle, what's going on? Appreciate you, Kogan. Yeah, I mean, what, what can we say? What, what, what can we say? Um, yes, disappointment is definitely the word that I would use because going into the game, I'm pretty sure all of us thought that the Bengals were going to blow out the Ravens. And I was fine with that. I'm like, hey, you're down without Lamar. It's this high-powered offense. So I was like, it is what it is. But when we made it a close game, it looked like towards the end of the second quarter, we were actually going to win. And that's when I got my hopes up. I started getting nervous. I'm like, oh, man, are we actually going to pull this game out? We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and let me ask you guys a question. With I mean, obviously you already said it, Hendo. So you guys would have rather have just got blown out and been like, all right, all right, cool. We got blown out. We weren't, you know, we weren't the better team. Cool. Just move on. Instead of making it a close, close game like this was. Like it, it kind of tore your heart out, right? Like that, that's what I'm seeing from a lot of Ravens fans. It's like it just tore their heart out because we were talking all all uh before the game, you know, everyone's like, nah, Ravens don't have a shot. And they only they're right there. They're one instead of going up, he goes across. They're one, <laughs> you know, just put it across. You know, they're one yeah. of those away. There's, there's, exactly. you know, there's a couple other, other, um, you know, miscues that just if they just don't happen, this game's a lot different. Um, is, is that what is that what how Ravens fans are feeling right now? I know you guys are not all Ravens fans, but is that how they're feeling right now? They just rather got blown out than. Lose like this. I, I mean, I'm on the opposite spectrum of that because I I actually picked the Ravens to win this game, um, and because of I, I didn't I knew they weren't going to get blown out. Right, it's a division game. It's just no matter who's playing quarterback. You remember when I think we were playing the Steelers and we had RG three at quarterback and it came and y'all were like. It was Monday night. Yeah, it was like, like one ten yeah. straight or something like that. Yeah, it was a Monday. Right? It was a Monday and, night game. I remember and it was a night. close game. So it's just anytime you got division rivals, it's a close, a close game. Um, so I didn't think they would get blown out. I, I, I picked them to win with a slight chance. Um, but the expectation was that the Bengals were a better team. But I think tonight, I think the Ravens were the better team. They just, like you said, I, and in my prediction of picking them, I said they had to play a perfect game, though. Mm-hmm. And being perfect is putting it in the end zone when you're on the one-yard line. You cannot have that happen. And that, honestly, that was the game. 
if you look at that, that's that's basically, you know, you can you can almost consider that a I guess you can consider that a 14 point swing in a way, right? It is. It is. Yeah. So it's like we go up there the way we go we we take the lead there the way the defense was playing. You know what I mean? Like you got to like your chances there. Um but didn't work out that way. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm sure we'll get into that that play, but nah, Shug, I, I didn't, I I didn't want to see him get blown out. Um, I didn't think they would get blown out. I thought they would be in the game, which they were, right. but they had to be perfect, and they they weren't. And that's hard to do to be perfect, but you know, in a game like this, this is that one time where you 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 have to you be perfect, right? That's the, this is that this playoff time, so you got to have that 50 point game. And we have forty-five. I'm talking back. That's a bas- yeah. that's a basketball yeah. analogy for for y'all. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that fumble. So that fumble changed the complexity of the game. Um, mm-hmm. We had the momentum. You know, Huntley surprising to us. To me, he was leading his team down the field mm-hmm. easily. Like that Bengals defense didn't have nothing for us, and for Greg Roman to call a QB sneak from the two yard line. Now I I know a lot of people are saying, you know, Greg Roman needs to go, but you got to put some of that on Tyler Huntley. Yeah. I mean, even, even if you secure that ball, even if you decide I'm going straight up in the air, you have to secure the ball. You don't just hold the ball out like a loaf of bread. And then on top of that, where were, where were the other defenders? Mark Andrews was the only one running after him. I saw four Bengals running down the field and and Mark Andrews. Where was everybody else at? And I know they said they went heavy. So we had certain people on the field that shouldn't have been. But uh, that fumble hurt. (laughs) It did did hurt watching that. Look, I think Huntley Huntley takes some of that. But my first reaction was the play call. And it's not even just that play, like that series, right? Run the ball, like run the ball. If you got to run it four straight times, run it four straight times. Now, of course, that is considered a run play, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about hand it off to JK or or Gus in that situation. I I'll take the chances there. Like I I I I like my chances in that situation from the two yard line. That play, and that that play, you know, when Huntley jumped, I, I'm I'm wondering. If that was, you know, the 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 idea to play, what they what he was told to do, because mm-hmm. what ended up happening was they also had the bush the bush push behind him, right. So what ended up happening was they pushed him up in the air. He got lifted. So I don't know if he did thought he should dive over or if he was told to. But that only then the bush push, and I think Collinsworth kind of said it doing. The telecast, like you, you have one or the other. You either you either get low and have them push you, or right, <laughs> right cousin, <laughs> right. or or you you know what I mean you dive over the top. But like you say, Hendo, you secure you secure the ball. But it, either way, I wasn't feeling that call at that time. You turn around and yeah. hand the damn ball off, especially if you you got a back. And this is and I'm, I'm irritated, especially me and Hendo are. Especially with, with teams and not running the ball, J.K. Dobbins ran for 62, 62 yards on thirteen carries. Why are you not giving him the ball 
at the one yard line. Like yeah, that makes no. no sense. Even if you give it to Edwards, okay. He was running he people still over. Had, you know, he, he had 39 yards on 12 carries. You, you give the ball to the running back, like you say, and you take your chance there. Why are you giving the ball to Tyler Huntley at the one yard line who then jumps up straight up? Doesn't jump across. He went he straight, straight up, up <laughs> and then put the ball up like this. And, you know, it's just come on, man. Like you got to be smarter than that. And I, and I go back to, um, uh, I think it was, uh, I forgot who mentioned it, but the clock management. Mm-hmm. Was horrible clock management. Horrible. You're driving. You have a. You have a. I think they had a couple timeouts. You're. You're. You had like a good minute or so, and you're driving. You get down close to the twenty, I believe, uh, maybe the thirty. How all of a sudden does the game come down to eight seconds? Eight seconds. And you had all that time. Yeah, right. That makes no sense. You know. And they huddle twice. That's yeah. And if that's on Huntley. Okay, but also too as the head coach, man, you got to take control of your team. You got to remind them, hey, we're in a two-minute drill. You need to be quick. We need to get this. You know, you need to focus. Da 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 da. And couldn't do it. And then you wait to the last eight seconds to try to make a, you know, to try to win the game. It's just that's and a lot of people I've seen on Twitter they want Harbaugh gone. Is he going to be gone? I don't know. Because he took a undermanned team and you know no Lamar Jackson to the playoffs and almost beat Cincinnati. That mm-hmm. might give him give them a reason to keep you know keep him around. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think they fire him, but I think he's gone. I think he steps down. Uh, I I I I said that I don't know if it was I said that on LBHT or or the Ravens roundtable, but I think Hard stepped down. I think it's it. I think we'll see. I mean, 15 years in one place is a long time. It's time for a change. I think you know they have enough respect for each other, I guess, within the organization not to fire him. But I think it'll be he'll step down, he'll do the Sean Payton thing. We might see him on TV for a year, and then he'll be next year's hot commodity uh, for uh, a head coaching opening. But I think I think it's time to one Roman. Roman has to be gone. Like <laughs> Roman has to yes, be gone. Yeah. <laughs> like he gotta go, you know. It's just no question in that. But I think, I think Harps. I think this was it. I think Harps is out. Well, you know that uh, Josina Anderson reported a couple of times that um one of the three longest tenure coaches. Yeah. One of them they're saying that it's it's probably about time to step down. So to me, that's either um, Belichick, yeah, Harps or Tomlin, and yeah. I don't think it's Belichick. Well, that's Tomlin and Brian Flores is taking over. Let's go. So, but that's the that's the talk though. Like people was thinking, like, all right, maybe it's Belichick because you know yeah. he getting up there. But I, I, I can honestly see it being Harbs. Either I, one. I, okay. The least though, I think if I had to rank them, mm-hmm. it'd be one A, one B, Harbs and Belichick, and then I, I can't see Tomlin stepping down. No, he's about he's about to assemble an all black staff. He's gonna have Brian Flores a defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and Byron Leftwich have offensive coordinator. Byron Leftwich is going to be a head coach. He's coming to Pittsburgh. Watch. Why? He's gonna be a head coach. Why would he want to be an offensive coordinator? Because he wants to be on an all black staff. Have you heard his uh have you heard his uh pivot interview? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah watch he when don't, Brady he leaves don't. this year. When Brady leaves this year, he's gonna come to Pittsburgh. He don't really care about that. He loves Pittsburgh. 
But you know, great. and Pittsburgh loves black quarterbacks, so unlike the Ravens. I mean, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have a black quarterback, sure. <laughs> right. Not right now, but don't worry. We're, we're going to have someone back up Kenny Mittens, and you know, we'll get a black quarterback. We have Ooh. one. Actually, we did have one, but he passed away. See, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, 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 you're wrong. See? But which which black quarterback are you going to get in this offseason? Uh, you know what? We're gonna get Huntley. Huntley's gonna come to Pittsburgh. How about okay. how about Josh Johnson? He played for every team. Might as well just... <laughs> Can you imagine his basement? Like he got a jersey. Who he's played for over half the team. Because yeah. all black staff with the whitest. <laughs> the whitest. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. It was funny. Yes, Jeremy. Listen, Eric Bieniemy could be. Hopefully, he'll be the Ravens head coach. I don't want John Harbaugh to step down. I want him to get fired. I want him to have to stand up there and answer questions while he is packing up his office. He yeah. deser- he deserves all that smoke. Like, just some of the things. So for me in this game, the Cincinnati Bengals, they made adjustments at halftime defensively. We didn't do that. We didn't make adjustments. Um, we we had this high-profile, highly-paid defense, and Cincinnati's defense did what we should have been doing, creating turnovers and scoring. Um, everybody's been telling me all year long, defense wins championships. And we paid for a top-flight defense. They just didn't show up. What's going on, Justin B? What up? What up? Yeah. I mean, like, I think the defense played well. I, they did. I just, I, I just, I mean, it's hard. Like, it's uh, you almost feel sorry for those guys in this regard. Like, no, you, 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 you if you don't have a the, the thing about the Bengals is when their defense makes a play, uh, you know. When they make a stop, you know you got an offense coming on the field that can, you know, capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. You know, our defense is just like shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but your defense, Fing- your fingers defense, crossed. But you know what, though, Mike, I have to disagree with you in this game because the defense really. I mean, Joe Burrow only threw for two hundred nine yards, twenty three out of thirty two, and Joe 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 Mixon only had thirty nine yards. Jamar Chase had eighty four. Yeah, all in the first half. And Hurst, Hurst, and Higgins and Boyd, they they you know 45, 37, 26. You know, Mixon only had seventeen reception yards. I mean, for the offense they had, it could have been a lot worse. So your defense really did play a, a real well rounded uh, rounded game. I think there was just parts of the game that did they just made mistakes, you know, or you know, uh, bad penalties. There were some calls that were missed. Um, things like that. So I think you guys did well. I just think the mistakes on offense are just hard for your for hard for your defense to overcome. You know. Yeah, that's what that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I I feel sorry for them in that regard. Like you play your ass off, and then it's like, you know, the offense kind of puts you in, you know, those situations, um, put you behind the eight ball. I mean, it was going. Look, this game was, it was going the best way it could go for the Ravens. Right, they had those long drives where they, you know, one of their scoring drives was ten minutes long. Like you, you, you kept the Bengals off the field, you kept your defense off the field, so it was going perfectly. Right, right. yeah, it, it was perfectly right up. When we were on the two yard line. It was perfect game. We going up, defense playing well, 
and they can't stop us when, when we run in the ball. And then you give up seven right there off the fumble, and that just kind of put us back. So it was going, it, it it was headed in the route that we needed it to go. Right. But that one, that one mistake is just what you know, you did like I said, you can't have that. You can't have that when you need to play perfect. And that's just that's the worst thing. I, I don't know if it was somebody in the Discord or something, but it, it somebody said that's the that's the worst thing that could have happened at in that play, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolute <laughs> worst. Like yeah. the absolute worst thing that could have happened right there was that Man. that it happened. You right. know what I mean? So because yeah, even if, 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 if you take three and you still have a chance to win the game, you actually have a chance to win the game, not actually have to go to overtime. But they would have been up. You would have been, been up. Field, they would have been up at that time. But they would have been up at that time. But if, if uh, the Bengals go to score, you have a chance to win the game, not just send it to overtime. Yeah. Even if you fumble was, there, right? Let's say the worst and, of and, it, and you tackle them. And you, you get them, right. You, it, it, you fumble them and, and they pick it up on the five-yard line. All right. You know what? Damn. But all right. You to give up a fumble and then a touchdown is like <laughs> it could have been any worse, right there. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So Daniel says, How to score have to score points to win. We are at a serious disadvantage with our philosophy. Listen, this is the team that Harbaugh chose. This is the team that EDC chose. For me, one of the biggest problems that I saw was, and I throughout the season, and you know this, Mike, I have not been the biggest Isaiah Likely fan. Mm-hmm. But where was he at on that last drive? Where was he at all game? Facts. Where like, would get him involved? I, I, there you go. I mean, I was thinking the same thing when I think it was the last drive. And uh, I think Collinsworth said, man, everybody in Cincinnati right now has their eyes on Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is going to have to make a play. And then that's that's what I thought of. Like, yo, where are these, where are these guys at? You know, somebody got to make a play. We – disappearing i don't know if it's uh you know like you said scheme and then now i start to pay attention more to the actual scheme and in in the play calling in the routes now that people have been putting it out there on social media but like it really does happen that way where our receivers are running to the same spot just on different levels and it's like <laughs> it's like why like why you have three people in the same the same area just three four yards apart like mm-hmm. <laughs> you got six defenders over there you know so true all right Koga says how would you feel if we got rid of everyone but Mike McDonald to see how he builds off this year you know that's my fear I've been saying that as well that you know the Ravens could look at this situation and say all right we got a young you know, hot hot shot coach and say, all right, Harv steps down or Harv's is fired and then they make him the head man, which I don't want to see. I don't mind keeping him on the defense. We'll see. Um, but I just think this team needs, like, we just need a whole new philosophy, a whole new voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see anybody that's been on this staff uh, – get the head the the head coaching spot if it if it opens up like it's just it needs to be a new just a totally new voice coming in here thanks but you know if they do go and get a uh, an established coach he's going to want to bring in his own people right so he's not you know no coach with you know what i'm saying his weight in the game is going to sit there and be like yeah give me your defensive coordinator 
mm-hmm. because we've seen this defensive philosophy the last 10 years and it's not working. It's not, well, it's not working in the playoffs. Um, I just think they need to bring in somebody brand new. Yeah. <sighs> Man, this is a tough loss. It's a tough loss. Listen, listen, it was a game for likely to eat, but I have to give Mark Andrews credit. Uh, they even mm-hmm. put up a stat saying this is the most yards he's had in a playoff game throughout his career. But he had like 73 mm-hmm. yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he he showed up. I thought I thought Mark Andrews was going to disappear, but he didn't. Yeah, G. So we are to me, we are not serious about winning. We're serious about making a profit. We're serious about making it to the playoffs just so the the fandom can say, hey, John Harbaugh has made it to the playoffs 10 out of 15 years. And that kind of boosts him up, and it's a reason to keep him around. But um, I forget who said it earlier. You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting different results. And that's the same thing that we do in the playoffs. We get in the playoffs. We are supposed to be a team built on defense and run dominance. JK out there killing him. He's out there slashing, getting yards where he's not supposed to. And yet still, we want to be this pass-happy offense. We're not built for that. Where was Sammy Watkins? Did he have a catch? Mm. Did a lot of talking this week. He did a whole lot. He had one catch for 12 yards, three one targets. Catch. Where was Andy Isabella? Did he get a catch? He was in South Baltimore. <laughs> oh, <just> right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if a new head coach comes in. Nah, I wasn't saying I wasn't saying that. I was saying like my fear is that if they fire Harbs, that you know, they the next person they look at to take it over is this young guy who is kind of you know kind of got a name for himself as a coach and that they would move him into the head spot i don't mind him staying that defensive coordinator but like hendo said if you bring in a new coach nine times out of ten they want their own guy so i wouldn't mind him being here um but i just don't want to see them trip up and make him the head guy if it comes open yeah, we need just like just because they don't want to lose him. That's that's the point I'm making. You know these these teams get all, you know they get all paranoid because they think they got a you know a young up and coming coach, right. and they do anything to keep him. And I can just see that happening here. I don't know if you want a, a young up and coming coach after what happened yesterday. Uh, freaking Rex Ryan was was flaming the Chargers coach yesterday. He's like, this oh, is yeah. why you don't hire a young coach because they don't learn. And I think he's kind of full of shit. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think he's just, you yeah. know, he's trying to, he's mad because he don't get it. He don't get the job offers anymore. Like, you know, like he used to. And I think he, uh, he's a little pissed off about that, but he, he, he wasn't too, too far off of what he was saying about the Chargers coach yesterday. Um, but so Shanti says, how the Ravens don't want to win. Y'all think this organization wanted them to get hurt? I don't think they wanted them to get hurt, but look how they constructed this team. If you are and have been a Ravens fan, then you know our problem in the playoffs has been scoring points. It hasn't been stopping other teams. It's been scoring points. But yet and still, year after year, we do nothing to build up this offense. Now, we'll find some retreads. We'll find some cheap options, then get in the playoffs and not score again. If they were serious about actually winning, when Lamar had his MVP season, they'd have built the offense around him because that's what this league is. Y'all keep saying, no, nah, no, nah, defense wins championships. But if that's the case, why haven't we won one? 
why didn't we win a championship in 04? Why didn't we win a championship in 06? We had one of the best defenses of all time and still couldn't do it. No, we didn't have offense. Stills were not better. Y'all got one Super Bowl in there. Y'all got two Super Bowls got two. in there. Y'all got two Super Bowls. And, and we went to three. Get out of here. You're a Steelers fan. You should know. We're in Steelers right <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you saw this? This? This is how, uh, how, how much long you got to wear that head, though? Till next Friday. Dang. Yeah, oh yeah, I put it on. Come on, Mike. You know if we would have lost, he would have put it on me. I would have had to wear damn Raiders for two weeks. No, you're gonna wear it. Uh, yeah, we we're gonna put you in the going back to going back to their jersey. Going back to their no, but uh, listen, I know I've been hard. Ain't no always slander today. Always play always play. We not have no always slander today. That man, that young man, hopefully is building for next year. Always is if I had to pick a defensive player to gain, he would be second. He 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 would be my second choice. He wouldn't be the first, but close to being the first. But he always always played well today. Yeah, yeah. Can't take nothing. Well, their defense was getting after Joe Burrow, you know, and we're making plays. Um, I didn't like really really what I saw from uh, Hamilton, uh, Humphrey, and uh, Peters. Like they, I don't know, they just didn't. This game looked really awkward for watching them play like they just were making like simple mistakes missing tackles that was clean um, you know but they but then like there was like a there was like a shot where you see um i think it was uh um uh, humphreys get up and he has this complex look on his face like he didn't know what was going on i don't know i just i think they i think that what you what we always talk about that secondary you knew they were that was going to be an important part of trying to win this game tonight and it just even though they kind of kind of held the Bengals down, mm-hmm. I I don't think they did it at, at the right times where it would have made a difference. Right. It says, do y'all think the Bengals have to be one of the poorest owners in the league and be able to pay Burrow, Chase, and Higgins? It'll be tough, but Mike Brown is not has not been known to pay players. That's why Cincinnati's been a downtrodden franchise for so long and have so many number one picks, so many top ten picks because he does not like to play, pay people, but I mean, if you want to keep this thing going, you got to pay him. And for us picking him up, we're not going to do it. I mean, theoretically, we should have had T. Higgins. I'll take T. Higgins over Patrick Queen. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'd I'll like, take, I'd I'll like take, Queen. I'll, I'll take George Pickens over <laughs> Jabba any day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah had, like that. Yeah, like perfect example when he when he mugged a hearse. You know, he just he looked out of sorts. Like he didn't know, he, he didn't look like he, he didn't know he was supposed to be there. His he just looked really just out of it. I don't know. It was Who looked out like, of it? Hamilton. He forced the fumble and he recovered it. What are you talking about? Well, and there was no, but like when he when he when he when he mugged hers, there was another play where he missed a tackle. Just to look on him and Humphrey's face, they just didn't look like they were, you know. Uh, Humphrey gave up. Humphrey gave him like twenty yards the whole game. Part of it was too. They were sitting back in that man. They had him playing some. They had him playing <laughs> the soft zone for a little bit too. <laughs> Why, Reg? Uh, Why, Big Why? Reg? Big Reg, where you at, man? Are you local? Yeah, right. We, we gotta meet you, man. We got we gotta link up with something, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you funny as hell, man. Hilarious. Oh, Larry. Um, I don't know if I can say wasted season. 
Uh, um, I mean, no. I, so I could I could see how he would say that because with all the things going on right now, we don't know if this is possibly Lamar's last season in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Why not go all in? And maybe if we'd have went all in and Lamar didn't have to carry this team on his back, maybe he wouldn't have got hurt. So I, I guess I can kind of see that, but I don't think it's a waste of season. I think it, I do think that this season actually gave us a chance to feel the defense that we wanted to see. Um, I personally think they should bring back Marcus Peters because he's not fully healthy. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, oh, he's the weak link. He's this, he's that. He's better than the other options we got on the scene. Yeah. You know, Worley had one good game, and y'all think that he can carry that over for, for a season? He's been on he's been on like three teams for a reason. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing MP back. I, I mean, I, you know, discounted, but I wouldn't mind seeing him back. I just think he he fits that mold. You know, of being, you know, what they say, a raven. Like he's right. just tough, man. Like you've seen him out there today, you know, getting at these cats. You know what I mean? And like you need some, you need that on your team. So uh, I'm a fan of MP. I wouldn't mind seeing him, seeing him come back. Facts. Oh, I'm proud of the Ravens too. Like this game right here. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm still a little shaken. But even though we lost, I can hold my head up, knowing that we competed. They play hard, man. They they play they play tough. Like I said, man, it's will sound like a broken record. You know, I I predicted that they would have to play a perfect game, and they did that shit for. Excuse me, Hendo. I'm you good. You good. You good. Um, I they did that for about three quarters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and they if they went up there, if they scored that touchdown, I I think honestly think they win the game. So it's just that those, those one mistakes, man. This, you just can't have it, man. But I, yeah, I'm proud of them. They played, they played their hearts out tonight. They they, they played. They came in there. Nobody, as we seen in the pregame, nobody picked the Ravens. Nobody gave them a shot. So they came in there, man. They played tough. They was hitting hard. Um, you know, Huntley played. You know, solid. You know, for all things considered, being back up, coming off an injury himself. Uh, you know, I I think the game plan could have been a little better. I think they got they they went away from the run. Uh, you, on the stat the stat sheet you'll see thirty five rushes, but I think the running backs only had twenty three. Right, and I would have I would have liked to see the running backs have thirty five alone. Yeah, they had the twenty. They had twenty five. Yeah, like they, they need nine. they needed to be thirty five thirty five rushes between them alone. It's a lot of times they should have been running the ball, and they and they didn't. So, um, but yeah, I think I'm proud of them too. It's just like you said, Hendo. You, you know, all things considered, the expectation was for them to lose, and then when you see them in the game, you, you get invested, and now you're like, all right, and you get your hopes up again, and, <laughs> and it goes down the way it does. Okay, this is a receipt I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this receipt right here, Shanti, because we we're going cornerback in the first round. They're not resigning Marcus Peters, and, they, and they're going. They're going quarterback in the first round. And yes, look, listen, Roquan is my dude. Like I rocks with Roquan. He missed. He missed that tackle on that third down. Mm-hmm. I give him that. But you have to look at the bigger picture of this. He set a tone for this team. 
Patrick Queen wasn't tackling like that before Roquan came. Patrick Queen mm-hmm. wasn't even playing at that high level until he came. Like Patrick, I mean, uh, Roquan had this team hyped up. So I think without him, we wouldn't have played the game that we played. You know what I'm saying? He brings a mentality. He plays like a Raven. We don't have too many guys on his team that still plays like a Raven, but he does, and he set that tone. Now, is an off-ball linebacker worth $100 million? Uh, we'll right. see. I mean, obviously he <laughs> was. You guys paid him. No, that no. We listen. We we overpay for defense a lot. That don't mean nothing at all. Yeah, but you won't pay your QB. What happened, Danny? What what did he do? Yeah, somebody. Right. I think D, I think D Weezy said uh, he 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 was going off or something. Well, yeah, because they should have been giving him the ball. Uh, D-Weezy D- said he's letting, he letting his displeasure be known somewhere. I ain't been I on mean, Twitter. Listen. Look at Barkley today and J.K. Dobbins pissed me off. Get, what the hell are y'all doing? Give them the ball so that we can run the ball. That's all we need you to do. Run the damn ball. Sorry. No, but I mean, it's fact. I mean, I think his, his displeasure is what it took two years in the last game of the season for him to get more than 15 carries in a game. Here we go. Here we go, Hendo. Fresh off the pressures. Dobbins on Huntley's uh, decisive goal line fumble. He should have never been in that situation. I don't get a single carry. I believe I would have put it in the end zone again. So he's letting it uh letting it fly. But is he but is he wrong? No, he's He's absolutely right. He should he should have gotten a carry. Him and Gus shouldn't have gotten a carry. No, him. He should have got a carry. Fucked up my parlay. Yeah. <laughs> no, Z, the last game of the season, he got 17 curves. So it's it's not 15. It's not really more than 15, but he got 17 curves that ooh, game. Ooh. What? JK said he's tired of not getting the ball, tired of being held back, said Huntley should have never been in that position on sneak, and then added if we would have had Lamar, we would have won too. Oh, is he throwing Huntley under the bus? I, I think he throwing. Hey. I think he trying to throw the coach. I don't think he throwing. I just think he's saying Huntley shouldn't have been sneaking the sneaking the. Hey, wild. hey, Kogan, I will kick you out of this chat. Don't be saying stuff like that. Okay. Thank you, Kogan. Shook always says we. But 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 my thing is, where's the lie? So I personally put my body on the line. I go back and get a second surgery to make sure I can come back stronger and help this team down the stretch. I get into the game, and I break off a 15-yarder. I break off a 20-yarder. You sit me out for seven plays. I come back in, I break in another 12-yarder. You sit me out for another four plays. Like, if I know that I can make a difference on this team and you're not utilizing me correctly, years of this is going to start to weigh on you. You know, he has outside pressure, and I'm pretty sure, you know, like we all do, we all have the people in our, in our inner circle they like to pump us up and be in our ear and tell us, hey, look, bro, if you did this, y'all would have won the game. What they doing mm-hmm. with you? They messing up your money. And I think that's the biggest thing with the players with, Ra- with the Ravens is even if it's not the right thing, the perception is we hold people back just so we don't have to pay them as much money. More Dobbins. I'm a guy oh. who falls like <laughs> – I'm a I'm a guy who feels like if I'm on the field all the time, I can help this team win, and I wasn't. It's the playoffs. 
Why am I not out there? 12 carries, it's the playoffs. It's when I go home. It's when I go home. So my thing is, use me up. Use right. me up. Because if I if we lose, I got the whole offseason to recover. What's going on, Coach? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, coach. no, I was even asking Mike in the Discord. I go, where's JK at? Because he had like 40 yards in like what, the first quarter? And then they didn't run him at all. And then he got some in the third. And it's just like, come on, like, dudes, he, he was running well. He was he was picking you up yards, and he was he was a threat out of the backfield. Why do you keep taking him out? I understand you got to sometimes split carries, you know, with Gus Edwards and things like mm-hmm. that. But you gotta you gotta you gotta feed who who's getting you them yards and who can who can keep who's keeping the Bengals offense off the field. Thanks, you know, Danny. So. Danny, I'm not excusing it at all. Like he, it's some things that you need to keep in house. It's some things you need to keep in the locker room. If you need to say it to your coaches, your management, you say it to them. Like, you don't put that out in the media. And we learned that. And we'll get into that later with uh, your boy, Hammy Watkins. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we got 61 people in the chat. Hit that like button. And if you are new here, appreciate you stopping by. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you go subscribe to my man. OTR Mike over at Open Mike with OTR Mike and my man Shook Knight 323. Go over there and smash that like button. Go over there and hit that subscribe. It only takes one second and it helps all of us out tremendously. Big time. Big time. Marlon Humphrey defends Lamar Jackson uh, saying he's at 50 to 60%. Humphrey said Jackson has been limping around the facility. He also said he hopes they resign Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all hope they resign him. Listen, I don't know if if, if Lamar goes somewhere. I don't know what I'm doing with this channel, bro. I don't. Right. It's gonna come to become a new Steelers channel. You already got the game. No, no. I have the, <laughs> I have a shirt. I have a shirt. Shirt doesn't mean I have the gear. It's gonna be an inter- listen, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of work for y'all because it's gonna be an interesting offseason. You can see how it's starting right now. <laughs> Minutes after the game, the players are upset. You know, you know, I think I, I agree. I think I think uh Brandon said it, Brandon Basil said it. Like, because they know G Rose contract is up, you you're gonna I think they're gonna be voicing their displeasure a lot. So uh we'll we'll hear it. I think we'll hear it. It's just the beginning. Long off season. Facts. What's going on, Jared? Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, give me your offensive and defensive players of the game. We'll start with you, Shug, because it's probably going to be some BS. I mean, I think offensively you got to go with Tyler Huntley. 226 for two touchdowns. Yeah, one interception, but made some bad mistakes. Obviously, instead of going out, he went up. You know, <laughs> he should have went out. You know, that way. Um, come to the 49th and know Mike and Shug. No, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm good. Um, and uh, defensively, um, I think you got to give it to – actually – Owe played pretty well tonight. I liked what I saw from Owe. Um, he played pretty well. Uh, you know, he had he had a sack. Um, he only had two tackles though, uh, but he looked to get some pressure on on Burrow. When I like what he's, I like what I saw from him. So that's what I would go with. You might. Uh, J.K. Even though he wasn't used enough, I mean, I think he had a hundred over a hundred total yards um, in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying right now at his press conference, and like we saying on the show, 
Um, 13 carries just not enough. 23, 25 carries, whatever it was for the running backs themselves, um, just isn't enough. I, I needed about 35 carries from them. And the way he's talking, it seems like he, he was game to, to be the bell cow today. So, uh, But I'll give it to him. He, he he did well. He caught the ball out of the backfield well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked like I think he was averaging just under five yards a clip um, running the ball. So I give it to J.K. Thanks. Hey, listen, Sharon, Brandon, when I first really started getting into football, the first two teams that I ever hated in life were the 49ers and the Redskins. I, I can't I can't do it. I, I just can't do it. I don't I don't I don't like them at all. So for my offensive and defensive players of the game, offensively, I'm going to have to go with J.K. Dobbins. Like, I think he played the hardest. I mean, there was times out there where he should have been tackled for losses. And he just ducked under people. He -hmm. did what he needed to do. He had 13 rushes for 62 yards, four catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Look, he gave his all out there because he wanted to win. He told it to – listen, he said before the game, put this team on my back. Mm -hmm. We don't have our leader. So I'm going to step up and take this leadership role on the offense, put it on me. If we win or lose, it'll be my fault. And they didn't do it. Um, defensively, my defensive player of the game, I'm ha- I have cold defensive players of the game. I'm going to give it to Owe. Um, I know he had one sack. He had some pressures, but he was actually giving it to him. He should have had that half sack with Justin Houston because they met. They met at the quarterback, so he should have had that. Also, I'm going to give it to Kyle Hamilton. Like, he was out there flying around. He had nine tackles. He forced that fumble on Hayden Hurst. He actually had the fumble recovery. He was out there doing his thing. Was it 14th overall play? Mm, more so than normal. So, you know, I give I give him, I give, I give a young pup his props. Mm. You know what I mean? So, we give him that. All right. So, before we move on. And I agree with you. Defensively, yeah. I, I That's what I was going to – when I said I would give Howay. Howay would be my second – Hamilton will be number one. Uh, he balled, man. He he caused the fumble. He recovered it. He made an impact play, and that's what we need with this defense going along with the offense that we got. So yeah, I give it to the young pup. I think he I think he he shows some signs. I think Bowser Bowser played well too on the low, right? I think he had a sack. Yeah, uh, well, sack, that's yeah. the one that they they met at the same time. But I think he oh that had, was yeah that was him yeah yeah I think he had like two or three quarterback hits. He missed that. Um, he missed that sack, though. Yeah, he, you know, but he he played. You know, he played. Uh, we had three, four sacks. We needed about six, and that and that would have that would have put this game away. Oh, he's not number one anymore. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I listen. I give I give the man credit. Listen, I don't dislike the, the the kid. I dislike the pick, and I liked him even more when I saw his podcast. Like he, like he's a really cool dude. Like he's a really nice young man. It's just that, me personally, I just think that they should have gone offensively, in with their first pick. But hey, eh, I mean, yeah, the Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen had like three misses. So you know, what else you gonna expect? All right, before we move on, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my newest patron, my son. AJ, he signed up for the East Baltimore team. The East Baltimore team. <laughs> he signed up for the East Baltimore team. So, listen, if y'all want to be cool like my son, hop on over to the Patreon. 
www.patreon.com forward slash R-O-U-G. Come have some fun with us in the Discord, get into the Fantasy Football League, which I am the champ, get into the Pick'ems League, which I also am the champ. I was held out of that. You know, no, how were you held up, Mike? I ain't get no invite for that. that Mike, pick Mike, you don't even come in the Discord. Listen, I don't know what I'm doing it, it, with y'all in LBHT. It's like it's just one big party. It just seemed like I don't even. And then my my notifications don't. <laughs> it don't even alert me on when which Discord is. So, but I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna get better at that. You gonna get better at it? Yeah, I'm gonna get better. Don't all worry. Right, I'm. I'll right. be in there next year. You see this? You see that side of the screen? Yeah, has, that's what I'm what, saying. It has all the discords on it. And I there's, know. And there's a white check next to the one. Yeah, you got like five. You got like five. I got like a hundred. Yeah, I got Bucks. <laughs> I got I got Coach Evans. I got. LBHD. I'm not even, and that's that's matter of fact. I'm not even in Coach Evans' Discord. I heard about it. I heard my man B was in there. He, my Chicken man Brandon. Egg. No, my man Brandon okay, challenged okay. me to <laughs> a, to a grill off. And I was like, yo, where this coming from? I heard it was discussion in Coach Evans' Discord. Coach Evans. I ain't even in that one. Yeah. I got mine and I got the the Let's Get Ready Network Discord as well. Yeah. I'm in I'm in all kinds of them, man. Yeah, I gotta jump in some of these. Yeah. So you know, y'all can come hop in, have some fun. We're always in there cutting up, doing some things. It's a real tight-knit community. And trust me, when I first thought about it, because I'm not one to sign up for things, because I'm really skeptical when people are like, Yeah, sign up. Give me money. I'm like, eh. but going into the LBHT <laughs> Discord was one of the best decisions I've ever made, ever because I've met oh, gentlemen like what? Oh, good. Sorry. Because I've met <laughs> gentlemen like this. Word. Minus Suge. So, hey, you get a chance, hop on in. I'm pretty sure coming soon, Open Mike with OTL Mike is gonna have. His Patreon and his Discord popping as well. Man, I just need a channel on y'all Discord. Just give me a. a you room. want a channel? Oh, say less. You, know you, got, you got just that. Let me get that. Just you let got me get one in there. You got that, and I can make you. I can actually make you an admin, so you can control whatever it is that you need to control. You know damn why I can't run my own Discord. I, <laughs> I, mean, I want to be. Hold on, I want to be an admin. Can I be an admin? You not. Yeah, 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 sure. Want to be an admin? Yeah, okay, whatever. And listen, <laughs> since, since we're feeling all, all giving and that, and that, and we're just coming off the holidays, make sure you stop by my son's channel. He's just started his own channel. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, let's follow that up. Stop over at his channel, SGKAJ. Let, let me do that right now on YouTube. Make sure you follow the kid. I think it's going to be a gaming channel and okay. he's going to play a couple games and do some things like that. So hop on over, come hang out with us. All right. Now back to the, back to the real stuff. Um, the East East Baltimore is $3, $3 a month. Oh, Mr. Galloway's <laughs> in the, in the chat. What's up, Mr. Galloway? Mr. Galloway. What up? That's, I got to hang out with him on Friday. <laughs> We're gonna have him back on late night. Mister Galloway was looking at y'all like, "Man, why y'all got me in this crazy?" <laughs> you should have seen before the start of the show. <laughs> right. Before the start of the show, we were going, we were going at each other. Uh, it, was, it was good times though. But shout out to Mister Galloway. Check out his podcast. Uh, that's awesome. Shout out to my man. Yes, if you want to, listen. Since we signed up for people, make sure you go over to Electric Relaxation. With Mr. Galloway, if you mm-hmm. like hip hop, music, all things old school, 
that's what we got going on over there. Let me send him an invite real quick. Also, if you sign up, you might get a chance to come on and host a show with us. So you, you get that option. All right. Um, so we got I have four tiers. I have one is South Baltimore tier, one dollar because it's South Baltimore, three dollars is East Baltimore tier. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, no disrespect, South Baltimore. Three dollars oh, for East Baltimore tier. Five dollars for the West Baltimore tier, and ten dollars for the West Baltimore County tier, because the West Baltimore County is the best. <laughs> Hold up, Ashanti. When did the Steelers quit? It's Ooh. not the Steelers. Please, with all please, that. The team never please tell me when the Steelers have quit, because at one point in this uh, season we were three and six, and we finished nine and eight with a first-year <clears> QB. All our young talent, no O line, and our defensive player hurt in the first game. So one of the Steelers ever quit. Come on. Now, I agree with you though, Ashanti. This team, like, look, man. This if you look back, this team, they've never they never got blown out this year. Never. Right? They were in pretty much every game. It just came down to, you know, a mistake here, bad mistakes here and there. But they win every game. They, there was no blowouts for them this year. Um you know, it just it was just real bad losses. Right. You know, yeah. we had to we started the year off with those, you know, blowing 10, 17 point leads and stuff like that. Um, but never blown out. Facts, D Weezy. Tricky Mitch Facts. is one and over for the Ravens. Brian said, like someone do a reaction recap to the post game press today. I mean, depending on what we got going on tomorrow. It's probably popping. It's more and more going to come out. <laughs> right now, from what I'm seeing, only JK, the one that was kind of going in. Facts. All right. I, wish, I, wish, this was my, I wish this was my channel, so I have my videos. Because you ain't playing that on here. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like getting paid for my videos. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't need that over here. All right. So let's get to the risers and fallers. Um, any players that you feel like have elevated their game or their value to the team and anything that you feel that has dropped them down. Start off with you, Mike. Kyle Hamilton. I think Kyle Hamilton is on the rise. I think the last few weeks he's been been playing better. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's playing up to, you know, top 15 pick, you know, but he's, he's been playing a lot better. I think I think he's showing that he's trending in the right direction and uh he'll be he'll be solid going forward. Um I guess trending down, man. I guess you gotta go with I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the old line as a whole, especially today. Mm. Um I mean, I hated to see it, but like Ronnie Stanley was kinda getting he was kinda getting beat up on that on that left side. Right. Um you know, so uh, I wouldn't say he's my, you know, my faller, but you know, I think offensive line they 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 today in clutch moments they had some bad some bad situations there. All right, Chuck. Um, I think for me the the rise the riser is J.K. Dobbins. Um, I think teams are gonna wanna. I don't know how much what the contract situation is with the Ravens or what what his. Uh, but he, he cheap he cheap right now. Yeah, I mean, teams are going to want somebody that, that wants – when you come out and say that, like, hey, I'll carry this team, you know, that means something, and they should have went with him. 
Um, I think uh, follow for me uh, in this game uh, would probably would probably have to be uh, Patrick Queen. I, I just didn't really see him make an impact at all. Um, and and like Mike said, maybe the old line, uh, a lot of penalties, uh, easy mistakes. Um, actual riser is still. <laughs> yeah, he rose straight up instead of. Out- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I mean, she right. He he did have his best game in a while. Yeah, he did play well. He did. So for me, my risers are going to be. I'm gonna have to go with J.K. Um, he's actually showing his value to this team. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people were skeptical at the time when we made him that second round pick, feeling like you know we shouldn't have traded Hayden Hurst. We should have kept that thing going because historically we had a very dominant run game and being that we had that three-headed monster tight end teams couldn't stop us everybody was like oh well we need another running back for because we had gus and we had mark ingram but i think he's showing his value to the team um my other rise is going to be mark andrews once again he he showed up in the playoff game like that one catch down the sideline when huntley just threw it up i was just like oh god but he went up and got it yeah. So I give him credit for that. Hamilton, I'll give him a riser as well. He's playing a lot better than he did from that Miami game. Um, I'm not gonna get into the 15th pick part, but he's he's doing his thing. I just I just felt like we needed needle movers, being that we were picking so high for once. Um, my fallers, it's got to be Greg Roman. Like, <laughs> what are you think? What were you thinking? We at the two yard line. Tyler Huntley goes up. And he's yelling, I got in, I got in. Bruh, the ball wasn't even at the one yard line. Close. <laughs> he wasn't close. He wasn't even close. Uh, my second faller is gonna have to be just this coaching staff as a whole. Um we just John Harbaugh, after 15 years, he still sucks at clock management. Mm. Now I understand you're trying to let the clock run down just in case you score, and you don't want Cincinnati to go through, get a field goal, win the game, but like Suge said, why is it that it was 50-something seconds left on the clock? Next thing you turn around, it's eight seconds left. Yeah. So, now, so now we have to hurry. We have to hurry, scramble, do all of these things, play clocks running down. These are things why I say John Harbaugh needs to be gone because we he's not getting any better as a coach. When things aren't going right, he doesn't step in and say, hey, Greg, I need you to make a change. I need you to make sure Gus gets the ball more. I need you to make sure J.K. Dobbins is in. Why not put Gus and J.K. in on the field at the same time? Especially with Huntley a quarterback, because now the defense doesn't know who you're going to get the ball to. Is, is, is Huntley going to run it? Is they are going to give it to Gus up the middle? Is J.K. Dobbins going to break out? Like, you can even hit J.K. on a wheel out. We just don't have any offensive ingenuity when it comes to making these plays. Let's not forget about that that play call on that last drive too. Like, I mean, he called he called a, a draw to to Hill, which ended up being holding. Right. Uh, which pushed us back. But like, but he ran the ball at that time instead of like I, I thought it was enough time to you could have been still running the ball, but he ran the ball on like second down or third down, whatever it was. You know, second down, I guess. No, but, it was first down. It was first when he it ran was the fir- It was first and 10. He ran a draw. We got the holding penalty. Then it was first and 20. Mm. Or it might have been I, second and 20. The, the call was I, – I wasn't feeling that. That that yeah, was just a, 
you know, and, and that that too, that 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 too, Big Reg, like like they didn't know what was happening, like the Bengals ain't know what was happening, you know what I mean? This is come on, man. Yeah, bro, I'm not. <laughs> I ain't feeling. All right, we got a donation <laughs> from George Pickens, a one dollar donation. Thank you, George Pickens. <laughs> George, what are you doing? I it's appreciate you. Come on, man. George over here watching Ravens podcast. <laughs> George says, how is Ravens flock doing? Shout out to the Ravens for not taking me in the draft because now that Lamar is going to leave, I stick with mittens. See you all next year. Hashtag <laughs> NFL young boy. <laughs> oh, wow. George Pickens. George Pickens coming in hot. Yeah. Yeah, just the play calling in general is, is just horrible. Horrible. All right, next we're going to get into our good, bad, and ugly. Start with you, Mike. The good the good was the defense. But I, I'll say this. The good was overall uh, overall team effort was, was good. Uh, they ain't quit. Mm-hmm. You know, they all went in there and they played hard. But if I had to, if I had to choose one, um, I'd say the defense was good. But I, I like the overall the overall effort for the team, the bad coaching, the ugly coaching, um, <laughs> the play calling was just to me. It was just horrendous. I, I just, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. Sometimes, I mean, even going down to that last drive to to Shook's point. I mean, it was it was bad. Clack. It was bad, bad clock management, mm-hmm. but it was also like the play calling was so bad. Like, yo, they huddled twice on that drive. Like, why aren't you calling in two plays? Why didn't? Why doesn't he already have a play to go to on that next drive? Mm-hmm. And then instead of huddling, if you don't like what you see, then then ch- he could check out of it or whatever. Like, give like at that time, you know, you kind of kind of let him do what he what he got to do. Or you got to burn these timeouts, but you can't, you couldn't afford to huddle in those situations. Like that was just, to me, that was just, it was, it was bad. And like I said, they got away from the run. People, people are going to look at the stat sheet and say they ran 35 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But eight or nine of those were to the quarterback. Right. And we don't know if they were designed or that was just him scrambling. Right. right. Uh, some of them were designed, but a good chunk was, was him scrambling. We, we needed to, we needed to run the ball all game, right? Until they mm-hmm. until they showed they could sh- to they till they showed they could stop it, and they didn't. Facts. So, yeah. All right, we got a special guest up in here. What's up? What's, what's up? On? What's up? What up? What up? How y'all doing? Happy MLK Day, everybody. For sure. Yeah, Indeed. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, sir? I can't call it. It's good to be seen. It's good to be seen. That's what's going on. Yeah. All right. You have any thoughts on this game, Mr. Galloway? If you have any, zero. Zero. (laughs) I I leave it to the experts. Y'all, the speeds. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't us, B. All right, Shug. Give me your good, bad, and ugly. I would say the good would be JK JK Dobbins. Um, I think, like you said, he showed his work. You know, and he showed what he, he brings to this uh, team. Um, I think the bad was um, 
was the coaching and the and the offensive execution play. I don't understand how you don't run JK. Um, and, and somebody was pointing somebody was pointing in the chat saying that AK and Gus J, AK JK and Gus were arguing on the sidelines. Um, yeah, I, if I'm JK, I'm arguing with you too. Like, bro, I'm the starter. Why are you? And, and I and I had said this earlier. Literally in the second quarter, I didn't see JK until the the third quarter. Mm-hmm. He should have been in that second quarter the whole time. Why are you taking him out for? Okay. I understand you're running a two back system, but you got to feed the hot hand and you got to feed feed the beast when you see this guy running over people, fighting for extra yards. When he comes out, like you said, Hendo, and says, "Put this team on my back, I'll carry you." Y'all should have been doing that. Instead, you do the opposite. And now you now it's going to happen. Have how Lamar's acting? He don't want to play with this team. He's like, man, forget this. You had an opportunity to use me to win this game, mm-hmm. and instead you put it in the hands of a quarterback who's our, who's been in the league third year, three years, is a backup who you don't even want throwing the ball that much, but then put the game in his hands instead of putting it in mine when I when I could probably got you that game. So I think it was absolutely disrespect. Um, to to JK, and as far as the ugly, um, I think it's Huntley. I mean, mistakes going straight up instead of across. You know, uh, in 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 that last drive, uh, you, I don't know how it works, mm-hmm. but you got to know the plays, knowing that there's not much time, and you gotta you gotta be able to get it out quickly. I I've seen, you know, Mike said they they huddled twice. But I've seen quarterbacks in those two-minute drives be able to huddle but get out the place quickly enough and get everybody set without losing that much time. Like, you had time, and you still had a timeout. There shouldn't have been a reason why the game came down to eight seconds. 25, 30 seconds, sure. But eight seconds left in the game when you had a full – close to a full minute and even more than that, 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 I think that's – I think you got to put that on the coaches and Huntley. Um, you know, because I know if it was my QB, his mittens would have caught. Got a problem that <laughs> you know, he would have got. He'd have gloved it. He'd have gloved it. He would have. He would have gloved it, and nobody would have knocked it out of his hands either. You know, even though he's got small hands, he would have got it across. You know, Whatever. maybe he only got T Rex arms. I don't know. You know, maybe like this. You know. All right, for me, my good is going to be that this team actually competed. They played a lot harder than a lot of people expected. Um, they battled till the end. If it just wasn't for that costly turnover, we may have won this game. We may have been moving on next week to play Kansas City, which honestly would have been anyway, a game. <laughs> I would have wanted that game. I would have wanted to see us go up against Patrick Mahomes. Are they playing in a neutral site for next week, or is that just the championship game? That'll be, if yeah, if the Bills and, uh, and, the, and, the Chiefs and Kansas City win, that'll be neutral. Okay. Um, my bad. It has to be the fumble. It changed the whole momentum of that game. Um, we had everything on our side. We were driving down the field. The Cincinnati defense honestly couldn't stop us. Even with somebody said we had to play the Cincinnati defense and the Greg Roman offense in this game, we still were doing a lot to make things happen. I just think that once that it just it it lifted the air out the room and. Things just didn't go our way. Um, as far as the ugly, it's got to be the coaching. Uh, like Brandon said, who decides what players play for the snaps? Is it the position coach? 
the offensive coordinator, who is it? We don't know. I don't think they know because when they ask John Harbaugh during his presses, he's always like, oh, what? This happened? Oh, I didn't know that. You're the head coach. You're the head man. You run the show. You're supposed to know everything that's going on. So that's that. What's going on, Jeff? He says, I got a trade idea. Bears get three firsts from the Jets. Jets get Lamar. Ravens get first overall pick. Mm-mm. Nah. Uh, I don't like that. Why you don't like that? Because <laughs> I don't want... Lamar need to be here in Baltimore, man. Oh, be in Baltimore. Nah. Who are we Seven taking seven. with the first overall pick? Bryce Young. Listen, man, it's a cheaper option. Yeah, and then we'll be here again in what four years? They don't want to pay him either. Isn't that what Bucky Brooks said? He said we should do the college thing, do the four years, let him graduate, then move on to somebody else. I guess. Okay. All right. So we got a little something special going on for today. I think now is the best time to get it done. Like I said before, we are doing a giveaway. I would like to thank everybody for supporting the channel. Today we actually reached 1,400 subscribers. So I would like to thank everyone out there for supporting me. Thank you, supporting just all that I do, all that my people do. Like, I appreciate it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask three questions. And the first person to answer correctly wins a prize. I'm giving away three prizes. They have three questions. So... Whoever answers Ready. first, you are not in this. So whoever Why? whoever answers first in, in the comment section will win. I'm in and, the comment section. And if you win, well, sure, it's a problem if you know these answers. If you win, just hit me up at our gatekeepers on Twitter, DM me, and I'll get that mailed out to you. Okay. So first question is, how many times did Ray Lewis lead the league in tackles? If you know, put it in the comment section. You need a timer because you know these cats going to get on that Google. Nah, I mean, hey, some of this is not common knowledge. I, mean, I expect people to get on Google. Right. Well, maybe they don't know. Mm. Your B says seven. Wrong. Davon. Cousin Davon <laughs> said five. Davon. All right, Cousin Davon. So for the first prize, you get some road gear. No easy. You get some road gear. You get the gear of your choice. So you just let me know what gear you want, and I will pick it out and send it out to you. Second question. And this should be an easy one. This is this is I made this easy for certain. Everybody should know this. It says, at, at that time, what Raven set the league rushing record and how many yards did he have when he did it? This should be very, very simple. Do you know, Shug? You don't know, Shug? Wait for my answer to appear. (laughs) (laughs) You know the answer, Mike? Yeah. Mm, Single season or, or all time? Or all year. We didn't have a rusher. No, I need the yardage. I need the person and the yardage. Okay. I know it's Jamal Lewis. Mm-hmm. I just I thought it was two thirty five in one game. Okay. It's big rage. Big rage. 
I thought you said one game. My bad. No, no, I'm sorry. It's still probably so, Big Reg, you get this nice little Ravens helmet. It spins around. It's magnetic. It spins around. Oh, nice. So, you, you should have sent. You, you got to send Big Red something with JPP involved. You should have sent him some gloves. Send him the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to. We might. Have, we might have to change that up. All right. And the final question. This is for a Baltimore Ravens jersey. Uh oh. You, you get to pick the jersey of your choosing. So I'm gonna need you to also send me the size that you want it in. And this is this is a trick question. This is a trick question. In the Ravens history, how many wide receivers have they drafted <laughs> all time? Wow. <laughs> this is a hard one. Like, this is a hard question. Like, even if you Google it, you got to count up. Who counting up? How many people you got in here, Hendo? Yeah, There's 40 people in here right now. I should have did it when it was like 70. 40, 40 people counting up. <laughs> it's a trick question. And once you do it, I'll tell you why it was a trick question. We're going with that number. Nope, Z is not 48. Shalonda, it's not 15. It's not 17. It's not 12. <laughs> We we just said zero. zero. <laughs> yeah, CJ, it's not it's not zero. I think I know. You think you know? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a couple more minutes. If you know Mike, and you say it, and you can win it. Because apparently, nah, I don't want. I don't want. Nah, this for your viewers, man. <laughs> you aren't you a viewer? Yeah, but. AD, it's not 27. But y'all getting closer. I'll let y'all know that. You're getting closer. If you want, if you need a hint, and I forget you that hint, y'all gonna get it. Yeah, don't give no hints. <laughs> yes. In Ravens history, they have drafted a certain number of wide receivers. Nope, it's not 30. And like I said, it's a trick question. Okay, AD. You are the winner. You are the winner of the Ravens jersey. So, like I said, head over to all my winners. Head over to Twitter, our gatekeepers, and send me your information so I can mail that stuff out to you. And the answer, and, my, and the reason why I said it's a trick question is because one of those thirty-two was Darren Waller, and right now he's considered a tight end, tight but he end, was yeah. but he was drafted as a wide receiver. Yeah. So. Yes, and I read the in my last stream. I read the name of all thirty-two of them players. All yep. thirty-two. Real did you fast. Write them down? Did you, you write you them down were... in your notebook? I'm writing the winners down in my notebook. You read them mad fast too. Yeah, because it was a lot of them. Well, it wasn't a lot compared to most other franchises, but and if you think about it, as a franchise, I also did a video on our record holders, and it's not, it's not, it's not good. Like our wide receiver, the most yards he's had is like seven thousand yards all time. Like offensively, we have been pathetic. All right, we've been in here for an hour fifteen minutes. Let's start to wind the season, wind this down. So, fellas, start with you, sure. Give me your thoughts on the Ravens season. 
Is it a success, a so, failure? I am, I am so happy Lamar's leaving. I am happy that they lost in the playoffs. I'd have been more happy if they didn't make the playoffs. Um, and Baltimore can go kiss, you know, where the sun don't shine. So, you want to give me the real feelings? That is my real feelings. The hell? The hell? Okay. No. They're glad, you know, glad they got to the playoffs, but they're not going anywhere without Lamar. Bottom line. And they know that. So. All right. You, Mike? Stressful as hell. Like, I've never been more stressed watching, <laughs> watching, watching games all year. Than I have been in it this season, just because of you know the ups and downs, man. Like the you know the blowing leads, you know it was never that comfortable feeling that we had in years past. When you know, all right, are they up by ten going to the fourth quarter? This game over. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it was not. We never had that this year, um, so it was stressful, but um, stressful, trying, interesting. Um, I think I think we're in for a lot of change, um, and this this is it's going to be the first time for this organization that I, I feel like we'll see mass change, whether it's coaches or whether we let the former MVP walk out of this city, mm-hmm. um, which would be a mistake. But I think we're in for uh, we're in for the most popping off season that we've ever seen. Here. Usually it's other teams, you know, they got something going on. They got to sign this player. They traded this player. They did this and that. I think this is going to be our offseason where we're in the mix of all of that. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. For me, this was a extremely stressful season. It just seemed like week in and week out, no lead was safe. It's like you sit there and like, oh, 15-point lead? Be good. Let me relax. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Why? Why read? Why? <laughs> Why read? Like, oh man, is that what they do up in Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> Just joke people all day. Red, funny, red, funny as hell. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen, man. I think he, I think he throw it out there, like you know, cats. Now, my question always was like. When the players realize they dap their hand, like do they be like, "Oh shit, oh, my bad, <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh, <laughs> look, if you, if you like me, I don't want to touch it." <laughs> right, pound, come, I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" Right, yeah. Get a pound, like, yeah, good play. Get my air pound, like, <laughs> my man, my G. <laughs> yeah, but this, you know, I mean, I don't know if we can consider this uh, season a, disapp- a disappointment. I mean, we made it to the playoffs again, which is, I guess, a Ravens thing. And I know a lot of people say, hey, y'all are spool fans. A lot of franchises don't get a chance to go to the playoffs, which is true. But why is it that when we say something about a player, y'all compare players to players and say, hey, don't do that. It ain't right. But we can compare franchises. We shouldn't be happy with just making it to the playoffs. We've built an organization around winning. We've built an organization around stability. That is the thing that the pundits say when you go on any of these channels. They say the Ravens organization is a stable franchise that normally make all the right moves. And for me, even more so with the scoring, my stress has come from what are you doing with my quarterback? 
You know, no other franchise in NFL history has had a generational talent in a quarterback that has done so much of them. And you have a problem in signing him other than this one. Like, it's like they like, hey, uh, hey, how can we freak these dudes out today? How can we stress this fan base out? Like they try to do everything that they can to make us have to beg and plead. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. And yeah, it's, it's been a waste of two years. And everybody's going to say, well, Lamar's got hurt, you know, but that isn't it. San Francisco, Debo's been hurt. Some of the defensive players have been hurt. They lost their first two quarterbacks. They're on a third-string quarterback with a seventh-round rookie, and they are possibly going to the Super Bowl. So what is our excuse? We don't have one. <clears throat> you have any thoughts, Mr. Galloway? I agree with everything else. Say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Galloway, do you have any thoughts on Lamar Jackson? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> you may you may have some thoughts on your show about the music that Lamar listens to. You know, it's a whole other subject. So let's talk a little bit before we end this about the Lamar situation. So first we got Sammy Watkins talking to the Washington Post saying, I don't know why Lamar's not out here playing. You know, we have an opportunity. He can put a brace on his knee. Oh, gee. He can put a brace on his knee. Um, he can only come in during passing plays. I mean, our offensive line was getting worked. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Big, he was big Reg, I, I gotta give you a hand for that one. That <laughs> <laughs> was some of the most dis disrespectful people in the world. So, so he said, "Listen, he could be out here. We're three games away from the Super Bowl. Like, just suck it up." Um, I don't know if Mike, you got the same DMs that I got, but it supposedly had been some conversations with some Ravens media people saying that inside the locker room, a lot of people are fed up with Lamar. Huh. Like there's a lot of dissension. They're saying that Calais Campbell has been um, playing on a sprained medial collateral ligament. And they feel like if he can go out there, why can't Lamar? Mm -hmm. Then you have Mike Vick saying, you need to suck it up. You know, I went and played with an injury. I put a brace on it and I played, so why can't you? But the thing that Michael Vick doesn't tell you is he probably had the worst season in his career trying to do that i saw that i man look what's the what's the situation what's the thing in those situations that are uh, different than lamar's right they are not in contract situations mm -hmm. right they it, it's that's what my episode actually that may or may not drop tomorrow was about like this situation <laughs> this situation and it's just it's it's just interesting to me that the player is always expected to to be super loyal to the team and the fan base uh -huh. but nobody nobody holds the organization accountable for their side in this right, right. like no one's saying how the organization has put him in a situation where if that's the if that's the case that he has to choose uh his longevity or his his long-term security over giving it a shot out there right so 
hold the organization accountable, right? right? Why he wouldn't? Why even put him in the situations? Give that man, secure that man, give him the contract that he's looking for, uh, so that it wouldn't be you could eliminate all of this talk of it being anything about a contract, right? But he got to do what's best for him. I don't get that vibe from him, right? I don't get that vibe that he he won't play. I feel like if he didn't want to play, if it was about the contract, then he would have held out at the beginning of the year when it didn't get done. So yep. why all of a sudden now he he would choose to hold out now, right? I don't I don't think that I I don't think that at all. I don't get that vibe. I think it's BS. I think they all buying into the narrative and trying to start this narrative. Um, and they siding with the team because they know how they slashing uh, media passes and credentials over there if you ain't saying what they want you to say. So, you know, it's hard to find solid analysts and, 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 and beat writers and stuff like that now who are really going to say, what what needs to be said in this situation? So I'm, I quite frankly, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm not buying that whole thing. It's sad that it's coming down to this, mm-hmm. um, but and I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that the, the players are fed up with him either. I'm not buying that. I think if anybody understands, I think the 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 players understand injury more than anybody else, right? And what and not just injury, but just contract situation and things going forward they understand what it, what it is so i i don't think that's coming from them in okay. my opinion shout out to engraving biz what's going on thank you for stopping by bro he says go get that media pass so Man. you literally want me to be the shortest tenured media <laughs> person ever in life they are snatching those at the at 24 hours this 24 hours i'm gonna get that first press conference it's like john 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 <laughs> When are you going to learn clock management? When are you going to learn to take over a team? Okay, sir, hand it over and get out. Right. Five minutes. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, you got – so I, I will say this, though, and I, I do want to shout him out. Shout out to Cordell Woodland, man. Like, he he, he asks – he get up there and ask some questions, and he don't get – you know, he don't always get the credit for the questions that he's asking. Right. Um, <laughs> Facts, but, buddy. But you know, it's just—it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's just—it's sad. It's sad. Typically, look, we have been that organization, and I spoke about this on on my episode that, like I said, may or may not come out. <laughs> <laughs> look, but, listen, listen, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. Listen, if your episode doesn't come out tomorrow, we just gonna live stream. Yeah, we gotta do something. But I—I'm a little heated about that. But anyway, like, it's just. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's we have become the 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 Redskins slash Commanders slash uh, Washington Football Team or whatever they were named. Like this was how they got down. They couldn't keep anything in house, right? All of the RG three drama was leaking right out of that locker room. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, like it's moved down. It went it went ninety five. You know, it came up this way for some reason, and and now it's just it's just it's disappointing that they that things are being carried like this. It's not like you know the organization hasn't shown a tendency to not pay their players, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's keep it let's keep it a buck. Like, I mean, you know, ask C.J. Mosley, 
ask Matt Judon. He 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 speaks about it all the time. Uh, ask, I mean, ask Joe Flacco, right? Joe Flacco was in this situation. We just we just happened to win. He got hot at the right time and we won, but it still bit them in the you know what because they had to pay him more than what they what he originally asked for, right? What organization besides this one? Wouldn't have gotten a, done, a deal done with Lamar last year. Well, you could have got him cheap. Mm-hmm. They should have did everything possible to get a deal with him last year. Yep. So that, all right, now your deal, you know, his deal was looking solid. But it's you're waiting, and we all know that yesterday's price <laughs> ain't today's. So right. it's only going up. So that, I, like I said, they aren't. They aren't holding this organization accountable. Everything is on the player. He is supposed to be loyal to this team for some reason. All right. And they not showing any loyalty to him. So I just think that – I think it's BS. Thanks. Yeah. And, Mike, I'll I'll say this. This is why I disagree with you with the Lamar situation. My my bad. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying you about to say something. No, but I want to – I disagree with Mike here because – I don't think Lamar wanted to sit out, but as the year gone on, the more the the more the Ravens and the fans started disrespect him, why would he want to come back to work? Even if he, I guarantee you, if 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 the Ravens, if the Ravens and fans are like, look, we didn't get a deal done, but you're going to be a Raven, and we got you, and we we're going to pay you, and the fans are on your side, I think he would have came back sixty percent, right? Because he had he had the support. But look, let's go back to what when y'all lost to Miami was it Miami you guys lost to, and how people started turning on him. Is that how, and, and then you had when he when he he missed a game and and you got these people saying, oh look at Huntley commanding the offense. Oh look at this, look at that, all this stuff. That takes a toll on you mentally. And I, I had said it before. I said, you know, Lamar is hearing all. You don't don't think he's paying attention to this stuff. And, and then you got people like Sammy Watkins. You got all these people coming out here saying these things. You don't mm-hmm. think he hears that? So why is he going to come play for a team when his own teammates don't have? Look, uh, Hendo, you said it a, a couple of times on the on the stream that you did. Why isn't John Harbaugh defending him? Yo, right. he's got a hurt knee. We'll get him back when when he's when he is a hundred percent. I guarantee you, Lamar would be like, you know what? I'll play in this game. I'm about seventy five percent. Mm-hmm. I'll play. We know athletes would do that. We've seen them over time. So I don't think, to be honest with you, that he was fully committed as the season went on to this team. And when he got the opportunity to say, you know what? Nah, I don't want to play. He took it. Right. And who's going to tell him different? Who's going to come out and say he's lying? And Well, obviously we saw that with Michael Vick, with the Sammy Watkins, you know? So, the, so, to, so to him, he's like, wait a minute. Y'all want me to come back hurt to play a game when the fans don't have my back, the team don't have my back, and now my my own my own teammates don't have my back? Right. Come on. You know? I mean, this organization, to me, just – they've dropped the ball. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but when Joe Flacco went to, went to negotiate his contract, they were about $2 million off. So the Ravens didn't re-sign him for $2 million. He went to the playoffs, won a Super Bowl. And now they had to pay him. They had to make him the highest paid player. 
Mm-hmm. So people want to blame Joe Flacco saying he tripled the team for his contract, but no one wants to talk about that $2 million that they could have gave him. Just up that contract $2 million more, we wouldn't have had those issues. Um, I liken this situation to just a regular people's job. Everybody wants to comment about what he should and shouldn't do. You working at your job, you get hurt on the job. You are the best worker that they have. While you're out, your coworkers are like, oh, he ain't this, he ain't that. You go back, you, you're getting ready to come back to work and you say, listen, I need a raise because I'm doing the majority of the work. Or at least I need some machinery that's going to help ease, ease, ease the burden on my job. And the organization says, I'm not going to pay you. And not only am I not going to pay you, I'm not going to get you the machinery to help make your job easier. Why should I rush back? Why should I say, you know what, I'm not 100%, but let me go back here and give my all to this company that's not giving me anything in return. I agree. I mean, it's it's like it's like your your job calling you tomorrow and say, "Look, man, uh, on your day off, I need you to come in, but I can't. I'm not sure. I'm not guaranteed I could pay you, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, are you going? I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's so. It, it, my whole point with that, Shug, to that is like, why is he even in this situation? Hmm. The money yeah. should have been handled. It should have been handled. You got, and I'm giving away my whole episode, but <laughs> you got, <laughs> you you got no other quarterback mm-hmm. of his stature has gone through this ever, right? You didn't hear any problems with negotiations with Josh Allen. The Bills was like, look, we got to pay this cat. So it is what it is. Whatever the market is, that's just what we got to pay, whether we want to or not. Aaron Rodgers, he runs the Packers through the damn ringer every offseason. I don't know if I'm coming back. What they do, open the checkbook. And as mu- as bad as he talks about them, they still cover for him. Not what they're doing. Not what they're doing here for Lamar. You had you had a coach for two weeks straight say, I don't know what's going on. I'm just coaching the people that's here. Mm-hmm. Rather uh, guys. Than, yeah. And then and then rather than saying, you know, then he got they get upset about the tweet that he put out. Rather than him saying, look, man, he, he's he's trying to get here. He's trying to get better. He's working every day. But right now, he's just too hurt to play. But if he if he gets there, we know he'll play. He could have ended all of that right there. Right. But he but he didn't. Arizona, they play Kyle, they they paid Kyler Murray earlier than they had to. Yep. He ra- he raised the stink about it. It got a little cloudy and muddy, but then he was they just said, Look, man, let's not even play with this game. Let's just Let's just lock him up. So they keep playing this game. They played this in the past. Hey, Ravens fans, y'all in here, y'all remember when they let Ray test the waters? Hmm. And Ray's supposed to be the greatest player to ever play in this organization. Yep. They let him test the waters. Remember he was flirting with Dallas? Mm-hmm. Why was that even – why did that even even remotely come close to happening? Thanks. He should have been locked up from the jump, and that's what they should have did with Lamar. They keep playing this game. So it's just – it's, and that's just assuming it's about money. I, I Like I said, I disagree with you, Suge. I, I do agree with you that there hasn't been the support there for him, but I think that he's able to uh, get tunnel vision and say, look, man, I just like to play the game, mm-hmm. right? And I think that if he was healthy enough, he would have played. I just don't get it. Cause you got doctors out here saying like, bro, if it's grade three, then that means there's some tearing there, and some of them saying I don't even know how he walking. 
Uh, <laughs> right? You got you got Marlon Humphreys, one of the leaders on the team that came out and said, yo, he's 50 to 60 percent. He's limping. Right. But you know, you got people that are saying throw a brace on it. Like I I mean, again, if he could have played at 60 percent, right? I take him at 60 percent and over over what we got, but then that's when the contract comes into it, and that's that extra thought where he shouldn't even have to think about it. Yo, I'm 60%. I'm going out there. I'm giving it my all because I know I got security behind me. I got yeah. – he he ain't got it. He, he he shouldn't have been in this situation in the first place, in my Yeah, opinion. yeah. No, I know. I get what you're saying, but, the, but that's what you said. But that's where the organization backs him up. Yo, we're going to pay you. Don't worry about it. Get healthy. You need to get healthy. And, you know, whatever. And I guarantee you Lamar would have played this game. So, Shug, why does it why does why does it have to be we're going to pay you instead of just paying you? No, they should have paid him, right? But, but, they, just... but they but they but they didn't get it done. So you and remember in the beginning of the season he was playing real well. Yep. And everybody was excited and everything, but then they started playing a little low. They weren't playing as well. They still winning games, but weren't you know? Then they had the Miami had the comeback, and people started talking about that. Remember there was the tweets. Oh, mm-hmm. you don't deserve fifty million two hundred fifty million. He don't deserve that kind of money. Look at him. He's not he not he he not winning those games when it wasn't even him. It was the defense that was giving up giving up those games. So they they stopped talking to him, or he stopped talking to him during the season. Right. And he was, I think it what where I'm coming from is he was gonna let the season play out. Then okay, end of the season, let's talk about my contract. Right. Okay, but they could have came to him if he was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about it, or I don't wanna negotiate. They could have came to him and said, "Look, Lamar, end of the season, we're going to sign you. Give us, we're going to give you our word. We're going to sign you for what you want, and we we won't, we ain't going to need to worry about it or anything. Go but play football. And if he would have had that reinsurance and not the way they treated him, mm-hmm. I think he would have played. But the fact that they never came out, they never even came to him. I don't think they ever came because he said it. They never came to me with a number. Right. You know, they've never came to me and said, "Hey." We got, you know, and there's people out there reporting that he's gonna give them two hundred. We're gonna give them. They were gonna give them two hundred fifty. No, they were gonna give him a hundred. They were gonna give him a hundred and like ninety. But somebody said that that's what they're gonna give him, and he was like, "Nah, they ain't gonna. They weren't offering me that kind of money." So I'm, I'm saying is, if he would have had the reinsurance, you're right. They should have had a deal done. But if the deal didn't get done, if they would have had reassurance, if he would have had reassurance, I think he would have played. If he would have had a, a coach that said, Lamar is hurt, he will get back when he can. You know, he's gonna do he's gonna do what he can to get back. And we and we we we're, we we back him hundred percent. And he had fa- a teammates saying, Hey, Lamar's hurt, but he's he's telling us he's getting better and fans were behind him. I think right. he would have played in this game. But that none of those three things were happening. You have fans questioning him, you have you have teammates questioning him and you got a coach that's not backing him so why would he come back to that okay why would I, he even attempt, why, I, why hate, even attempt that? I hear what you're saying but my thing is i don't need to give you an iou sugar if i walk up to you right now with a check for 250 million dollars we don't need to talk just sign there's no conversation needed do you, do you have a check for 250 because i really need that money <laughs> <laughs> i got you but, but my i'll point, take pennies or dollars whatever i, I got yeah. you but my point just is there's no talking that needs to be done if you come to him with a contract that gives him the money that he's asking for we don't have to have a conversation right. he decided yeah, he did sign right there so there needs there, there doesn't need to be an iou 
But I do agree with you on the part of organizationally, he didn't have the backing. I mean, when Mike Preston came out and was like, hey, I heard Lamar out here missing treatments. He's lazy. Um, somebody else was like, he's falling asleep in meetings. He don't show up. He's not engaged. When did this organ- when did John Harbaugh come out and say, that's not true? Now, you got uh, McDonald down in Miami showering to him with praise. He's letting everybody know, look, I know what y'all think about him, but it ain't true. This dude out here putting in the work, he's doing all this. We've never seen this organization stand behind Lamar like that. And it's a shame, and I know he sees it. Look at Pickens. When Pickens in that game against the Saints, and and they uh, and they and people were talking about how he's a diva. He's only a rookie. Why is he demanding ball? What did Tomlin do? He shut that down right away. He said, "Yo, we good with it. Y'all don't have to worry about that. Thanks. If we're not worried about it, you're not worried about it. Don't bring it up anymore." And, and what happened? That was never brought up again. And the key never thing again, the key thing he, that, that he did, up. that Tomlin did, it said. We there will be a conversation in house, but other than that, I I want him to want the ball. That's not a problem. So and what did did he do do after that? And what did he do after that? He he showed he showed up in every game, played his ass off, and show and showed up at the times we needed him. Point blank, you know. Had Harbaugh came out and just said, you know what, Lamar's hurt, but we back him a hundred percent. He's working hard to try to get back. All these reports that people are putting out there, none of them are true. Unless it's coming from me, don't believe them. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you Lamar, it would have been a different Lamar. But mm-hmm. like you said, that didn't come come out. Harbaugh didn't back him up. His teammates started questioning him. Some teammates, not all. Right. Some teammates started questioning him. And fans, I think the fans is what really got about it. Because the fans, how are you going to turn on this dude when this dude not only has done so much for your football team, but he was a big community person. You told me to think of he was going to the communities that you would even go into. Facts. He was going to try to help help the community out. So as a fan, even 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 if him on the field, you got to respect him off the field. If you respect him off the field, mm-hmm. you're not going to come and say those things as a fan. You're not going to say, "Oh, he's lazy. Oh, he doesn't deserve this." You're going to say, "You know what? Let him get his money." If that's what he thinks he's worth, that's what he thinks he's worth. But I like him to be here because he's part of the community and he and he plays good football for our team. So you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to speak on this man's money. Man, I saw fans. Oh, he don't deserve this much. He only deserves this much. Why is he worth, yeah. Why is he trying to get more, more money off of our team? We need to worry about getting receivers and getting this, getting that. And like you said, Mike, and like you said, Hendo, if they were so worried about getting receivers, why didn't they get them the years that he was on a rookie contract deal? So now. They would have already had him, and then they could pay him his money, and they would have had one. They didn't, so right. you didn't obviously care then. So why all of a sudden do you care now? Thanks. So, you know, I so I get what Mike. I 100% agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying they could have done more to you know to reassure him, like, yo, we got your back, and they just never did that. And because they didn't do that, now you we're in this position where basically he doesn't trust the the organization unless tomorrow they come out. Mm-hmm saying Lamar signed and he comes out and says, yeah, I signed. I don't think he trusts the Ravens anymore. He don't. I think he's, he, he just, he's done with it. He don't. And Dre, and Dre can attest to this. We don't even like working in Cherry Hill. Facts. <laughs> that is an absolute fact. Even if we in there for 20 minutes, we don't like working in Cherry Hill. And this dude just <laughs> right, right. hanging around there like he's yes. back home in Florida. So yes. like, I get what you're saying. Like he doesn't get the support of his team. They've done nothing to kind of progress his career 
All they've done is is enhance the narratives that, oh, we built this office around Lamar because he's limited passing. Like they sit back and just let people say it and they look back and like, oh, you know, we made him. And, you know, that's why I brought in Greg Roman. He has no support. Um, the fans aren't even supporting him. So why would he want to stay here? Why would I want to risk my health when I don't even have the fans that turned on me like the drop of a dime because I'm on injured? The drop of a dime. Because drop I'm of a injured. Dime. I can't, you know what I'm saying? If he was 100%, I honestly believe that Lamar would play. I don't know him personally, but he said it during the draft. Yo, I'm here. I'm going to win Baltimore a Super Bowl. And I know he meant that because, like we've said, Mike, I wouldn't have showed up for training camp. I wouldn't have showed up for OTAs or anything. I'd have been like, yo, I'm going to let y'all know how valuable I am to this team by my absence. And he didn't. He came in. He's respectful. He does all the interviews. He makes the appearances. He is one of the few quarterbacks in this league that doesn't cause a dust-up with the media, with the fans, with anybody. He's respectful. You know what I mean? He may not speak the Queen's English like they want him to, or he may not have the look that they want him to. But as far as a young man and a gentleman goes, he is an example for all. And we just take him for granted. And I think next year they're going to see it. Because I think more than, more than just the contract issue, it's the respect factor. And I've mm -hmm. said this always. Athletes need two things. They need their confidence and they need to feel wanted. How are you telling me that I'm not wanted by delaying a contract negotiation when I am 85% of your team's offense? Mm. You overutilize me game in and game out. Then when I get hurt because you overwork me, now you're, you're going to use this in negotiations as to why you shouldn't pay me this money. Now, the telling thing is when a franchise tag gets applied. If they give him the non-exclusive franchise tag, it's a wrap. Because all it's going to take is two first-round picks. And Lamar is out of here. Yeah. Uh, look. <laughs> ugly situation. Yeah, it, it did a day. It's an ugly situation. And it shouldn't have came down to this. It's sad that it's came down to this. But, you know, I put the blame on the organization. I'm not giving them, I'm not giving these billionaires, I'm not giving them no no pass, right. you know, like like this fan base is doing. This, fast, this fan base, like I said, they want to jump on the player, you know. They want to jump on him or he's not, you know. But, man, pay him. He should have been paid. Point blank period. He should have been paid. This should have been the easiest negotiation in the history of, of of negotiating contracts for a quarterback, right. it's just what when you when you got quarterbacks, especially the quarterback position, but mainly all positions, right? The market is set, so you know what's ready to happen. Like mm -hmm. there was a market set for Roquan's deal, right? And he went and went above that market, slightly above that market that Didn't was they? set. The quarterback market, they just piggyback right off of each other. Okay, Josh Allen got this. Okay. Russell Wilson got this. Okay. You know, they they piggyback off of each other. Now, don't get me wrong. Deshaun kind of he took the, he took that mark into another level. But hey, that ain't Lamar's fault. That ain't he, you be mad at the owners of the Browns. Don't be mad at me because I, I know I'm better than that dude. Right? I got more hardware than that dude. So why shouldn't I want what he's getting? It's just that's just what it is. It's set. The market is set. Whether you want to do it or not, you just pay. You gotta pay. You have to pay it okay. if you want. If you want to keep your franchise quarterback, I know when I'm in that stadium, all I see is number eight jersey. Uh, about that, I know when I'm in that stadium, 
they coming to see him play. And then I know over the last six weeks that he was out, that damn stadium, they was giving tickets. People was people was calling me. I was turning down free tickets. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What I want to go for is cold, and he not playing. I'm not going. Why? I can watch it. I can watch them look shitty here on TV. <laughs> so I know that stadium was empty, though. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just leave it at that. So they, they better think about it from that standpoint, too. It's just a different impact that he's had on this team in this city. We've had people like Ray Lewis, right? And and mm-hmm. Ray Lewis is still pretty much entrenched in the city. But it's a different feel with him. Like y'all said, he going into these places that we don't even want to be seen in, right? But he's going and he's talking to these kids and showing them, like, man, where I'm from is just like this. Mm-hmm. And you can be like me. Right. You can make it out. So it's just a different like he fits this city. He fits the mold of the city. So they're willing to risk to let that go. That's crazy. That's a that's a that, that's a tough and rough decision <laughs> they got to make. But I, I just don't think it's going to work out for him if they do make that decision. I think this fan base, I think someone in here earlier said it's probably only 30 mm-hmm. percent that's turned on them. Right. And that's that. That's uh, I see 70, 70 more percent that's just gonna be like, yo, I'm done with them. I'm out. So, you know, you gotta you gotta think of all of those things. And furthermore, if he's so lazy, I know it turned into wins. I know what he what he 40, what he <laughs> 47 40, to 16. 47 40, 16. 16 as a starter. So lazy or not, I'll take that. <laughs> I right. mean he he winning. He winning. So I all of that is all of that is just the BS, and it's sad that they slandering that man like that. Yeah, for me, it's it's the situation is going to get exacerbated come this off season because Joe Burrow and what is it, Her, Justin Herbert are up for contracts. Yep. So all that's going to do is it's going to bump the salary for quarterbacks up. Now I know the Ravens, uh, the fans are like, listen, we could franchise tag him for the next two years. So let's say, for instance, Lamar wants that two hundred thirty million guaranteed. I've never heard Lamar say he wanted two hundred thirty million guaranteed. That's just conjecture. But if we franchise tag him next year, especially after the Herbert and Burrow deals go, that's fifty million right there. Then the next year we franchise him again. That's going to be between fifty-five and fifty-nine million. So for two years, you're going to give that man a hundred. $110 million for two years. And if he balls out, now you have to sign him to a long-term contract. So if you sign him to a long-term contract, you're still going to have to give him a hundred plus million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So even, well, maybe 200 million. So now you didn't gave him more guaranteed money over less years than you right. would have if you would have just signed him in the first place. Right. And then if it goes the route, the Kirk Cousins route, then <laughs> it, it if he prices himself out of here, then he leaves with nothing. You get nothing. You get yeah. nothing. So you you gonna let him walk out of here, and you get nothing in return. This is so, why I wish I had my video right now. <laughs> no, and it, and it makes situation the situation even worse is if they let him walk out of here with nothing. What are they gonna do about this offense? Because without so, Lamar, what are you gonna do with these wide receivers in this offensive line? Mm-hmm. We've seen glimpses for five games last year, to five games this year. It doesn't work without him. Mm-hmm. So this team is going to be in shambles. They're going to be losers. John Harbaugh going to peace out. And we're going to be up a creek. And then all they're going to do is blame Lamar instead of blaming this organization. Mm-hmm. And then we'll trade you guys mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph and he'll come save your franchise. Shut <laughs> your 
with with uh, with uh, James Prochet and you know Isaiah Likely. James Prochet. Do, do you know James Prochet has a, a commercial? I saw it last night. Does he? James Prochet has a commercial. I saw him. Was like him. He ain't even gonna be on the team next year. <laughs> All right, listen. We are hashtag no two hours. And y'all have been rocking with us for over an hour and 50 minutes. And it's still 52 people in here. I appreciate you all for hanging out. Ugh, somber day, but we'll get through it as we do every year. We about to peace out. So, gentlemen, let everybody know what you have going on and where they can find you. We're going to start off with you, Mr. Galloway. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm on SoundCloud, Mr. Galloway on SoundCloud. Also, uh, executive producer of Electric Relaxation is my man Hendo. Uh, check me out every Friday at noon. I'm also on IG and TikTok under Mr. Galloway. M I S T E double R G A L L O W A Y. That's it. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, Shug. Uh, you can find me at Shug923 on TikTok and Twitter. Shook Knight 1323 on Twitch. Uh, and you can find me on Tuesdays, uh, Still Conspiracy, doing Steelers and Ravens content. And on Fridays, Late Night with Suge Knight uh, is a podcast I do where we just hang out and talk. I had Hendo on this Friday and Mr. Galloway. Uh, it was a great time. We talked comic books. We talked music. We talked uh, a lot of stuff. We talked about content creating the last two hour, uh, the last 30 minutes of a two-hour show, which kind of upset hendo but you know it is what it is uh it was a great <laughs> it was a great time so check that out um and yeah and i'll be doing uh, more stuff like that uh appreciate everybody for hanging out with us yeah you've been here for two hours it was awesome uh thank you very much and go Steelers. and last but definitely not least your favorite youtubers favorite youtuber yeah. OTR Mike. i don't know how i get that tag but yeah I'm the host of Open Mic with yours truly. And like I say all the time, that's the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. Um, if you want a little different side of all of these gentlemen on the on, on the screen, that's my job to bring that out of them, not to just talk sports and like we typically do when you see it. So if you want that, go on over there and subscribe. And then, man, go hit the subscribe button if you aren't already. Get to help your boy get his numbers up. Everybody on the screen, man, go over there and hit the subscribe button for all of our channels, man, because we are putting in work. And as we've always said on all of our streams, man, this is not easy work. It's another job what we're doing um, to hopefully give you guys some entertainment and that you guys are enjoying it. So go over there and subscribe to all of our channels, man. We already appreciate y'all, so you know that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Okay. Also, don't forget tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Hop on over to the Coach Evans channel, Sip to Tally Films, where myself, OTR Mike, Jose, and Brodney from Lunch Break Hot Take, and Chris just joking from the Deep Cover podcast, do the Ravens Roundtable. Um, I'm not for certain if this is going to be the last episode of the year. That's something we got to discuss. I know Mike and I. We cool with it. Chris cool with it. I'm sure Jose is. It's just that Brodney guy. <laughs> that damn Brodney. That damn <laughs> tomorrow, Brodney. Tomorrow, you, tomorrow's going to be more like counseling tomorrow. Because I'm pretty sure the whole show is just going to be, you know, all, all the Ravens fans in the chat. Oh, you already ahead. know. You know, I want to see, see Hendo's great. I want to see Hendo's grading 
while he's wearing the Steelers shirt. I'm, I'm excited for that. <sighs> I have nothing to say to you right now, shit. Listen, also, and this is something that myself and Mike often forget to say, we are now in audio form. Don't forget to check both of us out <laughs> on your favorite streaming platform for audio, Spotify, Google, Apple Pod, whatever it is. We're there. Make sure you go over to Good Pods. Check us out. Give us a five-star rating because it does help push our content out there. Um, I appreciate you all for rocking with us. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Y'all still in here. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Um, we got some good stuff coming for y'all in the future. We're making changes, trying to make it better trying to grow and, and maybe be a little more professional and not bring sugar around here as much. <laughs> hey. It's all good. Is it really? Is it really? Yeah. But, you know, as I always tell y'all, <laughs> make sure to think for yourself, formulate your own opinions, never give into conformity, and most importantly, be somebody important, be yourself. <laughs> Big <Yeah>. Reg. <laughs> <Did my man laughs> Big Reg. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.